0: if you are delegating all your time to everybody else, and so what I hear you saying is people pleasing. Um, And so my ideal client, she's a man pleaser, right? Because it's about, let me pour all this love and loyalty into you so I can please you. So again, I can get this holy grail of happiness, um, of this value, because my value goes up once I have a man. So let me do all this tap dancing for you. And where does that leave you? Depleted, frustrated, and drained. And then you have to be able to, instead of like, I love what you said. People think that they just have to get over a breakup. (laughs) No, baby. No, no. It's
1: much deeper. It's It's much, much much deeper.
0: Like I said, one of the first questions I asked myself was how did I get here? Rika Janelle Robinson, what is happening? And I looked in the mirror, like you said, and was like, "I don't like this. This is not cute on you, and we are going to undress this bit by bit, or as Will Smith would say, brick by brick. Um, and I undressed myself and got vulnerable and deep with myself and actually saw myself for the first time as who I was, not who I was performing to be. I say mm-hmm. this all the time now. Like a lot of a lot of black women, we will perform confidence. I said, how did you wake up this morning? What's up, girl? My name is Rika, and thank you so much for listening to Single You, the podcast. Whether you've been listening for a while or you just stumbled upon me, hello. I am a certified NLP life coach. Now, NLP, let's get nerdy for a second. It's Neuro Linguistic Programming. You can Google the rest of that if you want to know the rest of the nerdy stuff, okay? So I'm certified in that area, a.k.a. the single girls life coach. I am a self-love coach and a boundaries coach. Listen, I got that boundaries and that self-love on lock, okay? (laughs) All right, so I am your host and also the founder of this podcast and Single You Academy, which is my online coaching program, community and resource for single women. Now, before we get into the episode, let me just put a little disclaimer out there. All right. I am not a licensed therapist so I am not to replace a therapist but I will say this a lot of my clients they have me as their coach and then they also have a therapist because it is my job to hold you accountable to the things that you say that you want so if you want to stop tying your worth and identity to men and stop being a man pleaser, you need help on that self-love and boundaries area, then I would be the coach for you. And maybe one day that coaching relationship with you and I, yes, yeah, it's just me and you right here. Hey, <laughs> will happen one day. You can always reach out to me. My Instagram is open to you on Instagram. I am just me, Rika. And of course, I will put my name in the show notes. All right, that's it. I'm your host, Rika, and let's get into the episode. This is Single You, the podcast. DJ is my cousin, and these are the conversations that we have all the time. And I think it was 2019, uh, we were going through uh, very similar situations, and we both went on this healing journey, which I started mine in December of 2017 when I went to Mexico by myself, and then you started yours thereafter. Uh, And the conversations that we have have not ceased. Like, they just continue to go. And I'm like, yo, my cousin is so dope, especially as a Black man. Yo, our text
1: thread is hella long.
0: I know, our text thread, yo. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, yo. Um, uh, Our text thread is crazy. Uh, Even our conversation, voice notes, like, We'd be busy throughout the day, and would think of stuff. And like, you, you all, you are really good at asking me very deep questions, and I, I appreciate that because not a lot of people, especially not a lot of men, and I'm probably a gross generalization, but anyway, not a lot of black men have like can have deep conversations um, that go deeper than "Dang, girl, look at that ass" or whatever, um, and trying to hit on me. And, and I know you're my cousin, you wouldn't say this stuff anyway, but it is just. <laughs> A reminder that there are men out there who are in the process of doing this work. Okay, so you just described love. But I'm just going to ask you one more time since today's topic is about giving love and loyalty more to ourselves as women um, and less to him. Okay, and I'm going to tell you specifically who I'm talking to. I am talking to the professional woman who is sick and tired of giving second chances to the same man over and over again, okay? You're tired of that and you want a different way of dating and you need to learn how to set and keep boundaries. You're the professional woman, you got all the degrees, okay? But over here in this lane of your love life, it's trash. So I'm gonna be speaking through that lens today. I'm always speaking to women, especially women of color, especially black women, okay? And I just want us as black women to have more accountability For the choices we make and we're going to talk about danny lee and the baby here for like two seconds and then we're really going to dive deep and keep going in the conversation but so how to give love and loyalty more to you and less than him let's define through the lens of what we'll be talking about love and loyalty like how we define it so um give your definition of love one more time
1: Love, to me, is, uh, like I said, two things. One, it's not some magical, like, you know, uh, elixir or anything like that. It's something that's to be cultivated and, you know, chosen every day and committed to. Um, Also, like I said, it's also a generous interpretation of other people's behavior.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. So that's what I love that you said. So love, to me, also, is it is a choice, right? so somehow me and this man we arrive at a place to say we're going to now build this life together and every day i'm going to wake up to choose to love you and
1: Mm -hmm.
0: also the women that i talk to faith-based women i'm always throwing scripture out there i'm always talking about the principles that god left for us that jesus left for us to have a better Mm -hmm. relationship than what we're doing right now we we are failing at this relationship thing And so scripture even says, you know, love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast. There's another scripture that says love cast out all fear. When I was with my ex, I was afraid. And so if you're in these situations, that is not love. You think you love him because you have this, like you said, to you love, and and like I said, it's a choice. It's not this like over-spiritualized over fantasized thing that just happens because I like you and you like me. Is that what you were saying as well?
1: Yeah, people watch too many movies, man, and they believe that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like they think it's like like it's like this fiction. You know, <laughs> it's like this fictional. Oh, I, I love you. Stop me from jumping out of a window. You know, <laughs> like, like
0: it doesn't. It doesn't work like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I just. As women, um, we are in our feelings a lot. We are emotional. Every book will tell you that about women. Um, we are in our feelings all the time. We navigate a lot through our feelings and how we feel about something. So when you're having the butterflies, and you know, I like to say your vagina is telling you he's the one. We mm-hmm. think that is love because TV and movie Disney. Told us mm. that. So we, we think it's this like fantasy land of we just lock eyes and then boom, now we're in love and this relationship happens. So then when right, that right. when we're in that space, which is really a lust space, we get into this thing of like, well, now I need to be loyal to you. I need to prove my loyalness to you, right? And so I'm gonna stick it out and be ride or die. What does mm. loyalty to you mean? <sighs>
1: It, loyalty means A couple of different things, but I want to touch on one thing is like these things like love and loyalty and stuff, they need to be defined for each individual person. Like there's no like um, cookie cutter or universal like this is what loyalty is and that's what it is. It's like you need to define those things for yourself and then you need to stick to those things. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, like loyalty is a, a bunch of different things. It's communication. It's patience. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, uh, being able to rely on you, you know what I'm saying? Like people look at loyalty, like this is a thing that I hate with like, and I I hate to say this, but I see it a lot with like black people. Like they only focus on infidelity Mm -hmm. and like like physical abuse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like, it has to be like these things that are like right there in front. Like it has to be this. I'm like, dude, there's way other more like betrayals besides somebody cheating on you. Like there's loyalty like, like, for me, like, for example, Rika, there's nobody that can come to me and tell me some shit about you, and I'm going to just sit there and let them say it. Like, oh, Rika is this, Rika is that. There's no way that's going to happen in front of me. Like, are you going to be loyal to me if somebody's saying something behind my back, and you know it's not true? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's the stuff that I want to know. Like, are you going to be there for me in my times of need when I'm, like, you know, like, uh I'm not always on. You know what I'm saying? I have times when I'm at my worst. You know what I'm saying? you know are you going to look at me differently because of that and
0: and you know? the way right and the way that we do it now right because again the topic is love and loyalty more to you and less less to him right and for you obviously to her what we do is we have this again over spiritualized over fantasized underdeveloped view of love and loyalty and we give it so freely because we think mm-hmm. oh i'm attracted to him as if attraction is the only like checkpoint you need for a relationship to work right well we listen i'm attracted to him he's smart i'm, I'm a, he's attracted to me so let's work it out so then you freely give these things to somebody who does not deserve it nobody deserves that from you at all until they prove like until then and it's not even about proving it's just watching who people are like right. now dating space for me um it, getting to know a man is like data collection. I no longer go, Oh, he's fine. I'm fine. We like each other. Okay. Let me just pour all my love and pour out all, all my love and loyalty into him. Because I used to like what I wrote down, cause I always have notes when I go live. If you watch my lives all the time, you know, I was like, let me look at my notes. Okay. Um, I used to confuse taking care of a man you claim to love as being a good person. And if I didn't, I'd be a bad person. Right. Like I used to, that's how I would define loyalty and I need to prove this to him so then he can give me this holy grail of what society to, I don't even know which one is the ring finger, Lord, is this one or this one, I don't know. Um, but anyway, that that's the holy grail of life. Like my value is now at the top of the world because I finally got picked because I proved my loyalty to this man. No, no. So right. now what I do, this is how I stay loyal to me. Until I'm right. actually learned until I'm actually learned, right? And what Uh I mean by that, I feel like men tend to be like, they're drawn towards my energy. Like I'm a pretty girl and they wanna have sex with me. Rarely do I ever interact with men that actually want to explore and dive into the depths of me and who I actually am. Do you see what I'm saying? Like actually getting to know Rika, like who is Rika outside of your favorite color is blue, outside of your radio personality outside of you this girl with this fat butt like outside of that who is rika go ahead
1: you, you know what the Rika, i'm gonna tell you this like women say that they want that but when they get it it's intimidating I, i've had women be like oh man you know i i wanted a guy that you know talked about you know deep stuff and had things to say that of, of substance and things like that and then when i was giving them that conversation they were like oh i wasn't ready for this i wasn't Like this is kind of intimidating like like oh like you're really talking about some like 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 some deep stuff like i mean even now in the relationship i'm in now like sometimes she's like why you always got to go deep why you always want to (laughs) go but for me like that deepness is where that connection comes you know what i'm saying that's when i feel the most like connected to my partner when i get to like really understand who you are as a person, why you think this way, why you feel that way, why you lashed out at me. Oh, I lashed out at you because when I was a kid, this happened, and and then it's like, oh, okay, now I can understand where you're coming from. Now I can empathize with you. But if you don't tell me anything, I can't empathize. Like, okay. I need to be able to put myself in your shoes and see, like, I don't have to agree, but I can at least understand where you're coming from. You know what I'm saying?
0: Let me just say, Taco ish cousin. Listen, for the woman, who is on her healing journey, she will not find that as intimidating. Just like, remember I told you, and now, (laughs) because part of my journey and healing and making and keeping myself accountable to the things that I say that I want. Remember, I told you, I promised myself that now when I'm dating, my close circle will know. So you'd be knowing about all the dudes. I'd be like, guess who I met? This is what he said. And what do you think about this? But I am running up against now a lot of men who are intimidated by me.
1: And not even now,
0: I always used to, I always, 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 always dated men where my mere presence intimidated them because they were very insecure. But those were red flags that I passed up and then later three months, six months, eight months, two years down the line being abused. Because as T.D. Jake says, I never met a man that liked himself, that beat his wife. So even though it may not be physical hitting, the emotional scars that I got from men who were very insecure by me, uh, they took a toll. But now mm-hmm. that I'm in this space, when I know that I intimidate you, I walk. I don't have time. I don't have time to pull you up to my level. I'm no longer right now give you all of this love and all of this loyalty so you can rise to the occasion of the man that I have in my mind
1: right right
0: for who you are I take you for who you are and then if if, again because to me dating is data collecting so I'm no longer gonna sit around and do this tap dancing for you like no because I used to feel sorry for men like oh no I'm not like I'm not that, like, dimming my light. Like, I'm not that dope. Like, you can, this is fine. Like, we'll be good together, you know? And doing things like that. D- do you, go ahead. No, nope. go ahead. Go ahead. Because <laughs> I,
1: like, mine was a little different in the sense that, like, A lot of women that I talk to, they get intimidated by like my and I hate saying this because I don't even think that I'm that smart, but they get intimidated by my intelligence, like my vocabulary. I know what I'm talking about. I I have um, strong opinions on a lot of different subjects that other people may not even really be into, like politics and shit like that. And so... I've like when I've had situations where I'm like, "Oh, you're so smart," and I'd be like, oh, "I'm not that smart." Not, but now it's like I'm not doing that shit no more. Yeah, I am smart. <laughs> yes.
0: And like I don't. And again, it's when you're healed and you're in this space of knowing exactly who you are. And let me just say this: when I say healed, I don't mean that we're perfect, me or DJ. Right. It is always a journey. We're always going to be on this journey because we learn new things every day uh, about ourselves every week, every mm-hmm.
1: month. You know I'm
0: not, I was just crying to you. <laughs> <Like last laughs> week, I was <laughs> <the> <laughs> crying tears like, like a baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but there is a certain point in your journey of healing where you arrive into the fullness of yourself and yeah. you're like, I know exactly who I am. I know exactly yeah. who I am. And I am yeah. no longer going to dim my light for you. I'm sorry. I just watched Adele's conversation with Oprah and I love what she said about her losing weight. Oprah said, it is not my job to validate you about your body, I'm sorry. I lost all this weight and if you mad at me, I don't know what to tell you. Because she has mm-hmm. finally arrived at a place where you are so happy with yourself that you will no longer minimize. Walk Nobody on- Nobody else's opinion matters. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And, 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 let me, and let me ask you this, even when it does, because I feel like you told me, what did you tell me? That healing isn't about being perfect, it's a journey and it's about back, bouncing back quicker uh, than you did before. Do you remember saying that to me? I had to jump in here real quick to introduce you to single you merch yeah that's right single you the podcast we have merch now yeah because affirmations they can be on something better than a post-it note on your mirror yeah how about affirmations on your couch in the form of a throw pillow or on your bed in the form of a throw pillow for encouragement single dot shop for you to buy the single you merch okay you deserve it for picking you breaking up with him christmas new year valentine's day oh totally your birthday oh, your best friend or your best friend's birthday <laughs> simply because you want to encourage yourself you want to encourage your best friend on any day that ends with Y. you can shop single you merch right now at single the link will be in the show notes The throw pillows, what do they say on them? One says, happiness over history. Another, happily single. And another one says, sis, don't do all that healing just to date another broken man. Hashtag, stay sharp. Yeah, that's on the pillow. And lastly, singleness is not a punishment. The throw pillows are available right now, just in time for Christmas. More to come, but do your shopping right now at singleyou.shop.
1: Maybe, you know, we say stuff, I don't remember.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it kind of goes back to the, um uh, you know, I was upset about the actions that I felt that I took with this guy that I should have known better. Cause I'm like, I'm Oh yeah, kidding. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's no, I told you what I said was, is that Rika, you got the tools now. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Before it was like, we were kind of working at a disadvantage because we didn't have no tools. Now you got all the tools. So, you know, Hey, if this happens, I know I can go here. Oh, if this happens, oh, I know I can go there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know, hey, I'm feeling like this. Oh, you know what? I can go to my journal, write this out. I'll feel better. Hey, you know what? I'm feeling like this. Let me meditate for a second. Let me check in with myself, whatever. Now you got the tools to cope ahead. You know what I'm saying? Coping ahead. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Regulating your emotions before you even get there. You know?
0: Because that's another thing in the journey and like arriving at the space of like really knowing yourself, you understand that your feelings are not facts. Is that time to check in? Like, let me check in with myself. Why do I feel this way? Blah, blah, blah. And so the bounce back, once you arrive at um, where I was going with that statement, was sometimes, yes, people can still get to me with what they say and their opinion matters for like 10 seconds. But then I pivot, I ask myself some questions and I keep it moving. Mm -hmm. And then I always say, no, no, honey. We did all this work since 2017 to arrive at this peaceful place and you better, you better protect that with your life. I will no longer ever be in disarray and not peaceful because of somebody else's opinion for longer than a day. I'm not doing that anymore. And so, again, in this journey of healing. While we're always on this journey, you do finally arrive at a place where nobody else's opinions matter.
1: It's 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 um it's like going through the journey, like I'm gonna just say this for me, it was like baptism by fire. You know what I'm saying? It was like, it was like, um, it's one of the hardest things I ever had to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like when me and my ex broke up, I was like, I thought I was gonna die, <laughs> right? I thought I was gonna fucking die. And so I was like, I was just like, dude, like this is just, but, the one thing i'll say like you were saying it's this it's this um it's this quote by robert shaw and he says uh, the only way out is through and that's what got me through it it was two things that got me through it it was that it was your um when you said you know it's, it's time and execution and then it was uh, it was uh i knew i wasn't gonna die you know what i'm saying i knew i wasn't gonna die and so once you come out on the other side of that you feel like like I'm the most confident I've ever been in myself because like you say, I know who I am, I know what I've been through, and can't nobody tell me shit. Like I like before I would be kind of timid, like, oh well maybe I shouldn't say this, or oh maybe now I, I don't give a damn. Like I don't give a damn what you think about anything. You know what I'm saying? Like you ain't been on my journey, you ain't been in my shoes, you ain't been where I've been, you know what I'm saying? You ain't did this work.
0: Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm
1: saying? So I, like, I take pleasure in knowing that can't nobody tell me shit. You can't yeah. tell me nothing, dude.
0: Yeah. Um, and again, it's this peaceful, like I feel like some people are gonna hit us like, oh, they're so arrogant, uh, arrogant. No, no, no. It's this peace where you yeah. settle into yourself and you realize, <laughs> baby, <laughs> I'm all of it. Like I I am I am this dope. Go ahead.
1: And you you know, you know that. thing the biggest thing for me was like it's not just knowing that i know who i am it's knowing that i have these good things about me i have these other flaws about me and i can love all of it and it doesn't matter it doesn't make me a bad person
0: you know what i'm saying i'm
1: a flawed i'm a flawed mortal we all are you know what i'm saying and that doesn't make me a bad person it doesn't make it's just hey and you also start to see like these things They also make you who you are, the flaws and the good parts. They all make you who you are.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and also knowing those flaws that we have, it doesn't mean that I get to take those out on other people. That is a continued work, a a continued battle within myself um, to get it right uh, the next time. Okay, well, I messed up again. Okay, let me get it right the next time. I want to talk about um, you and I, after that the the painful breakups right you think you're gonna die you're in this like whirlwind both of you and I we decided I'm gonna be intentional with doing this work uh-huh. because we've heard all of the sayings before you know when people show you who they are believe them a lot uh-huh. of the things that we learned on the surface we've heard the sayings uh-huh. when you become intentional then you get to go deeper and actually, begin to learn how to execute when people show you who they are believe them begin to learn how to execute know yourself know your work that's why i told you it's um, time and execution because time can pass and then you'll be in the same dramatic trash drama ensued ghetto relationship okay and speaking of ghetto relationships The story of Danny Lee or Danny Lay, I don't even know these artists. I I mean, obviously, I know who the the baby is, kind of, but they're in this drama ensued relationship cycle. And now, Danny Lay or whatever is baby mama number two of the baby. Talk about your thoughts on that relationship. Because I know you.
1: Well, (laughs) I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. They're young. I will say this, they're young, you know what I'm saying? I think they might be in like their early 20s, mid 20s.
0: So they're young.
1: But then also, you know, (laughs) I don't even know how to put this. I don't want to say nothing that's going to make people mad. But like, you got to start looking at like the bigger picture, you know what I'm saying? And like, women get caught up in a lot of the like glitz and glam, especially when it becomes like, about money, so like you take a guy like the baby, right? He's rich, you know what I'm saying. So he yeah. may take a chick out, he may take her to Hawaii just to, you know, screw her, oh. as you would say. And so yeah. a regular chick may, she may think like, oh, he doing this for me? He really likes me. Dude, he got money. He can do that to ten other women. You know what I'm saying? He can do that to about like four hundred women. That yeah. doesn't make you special, you know what I'm saying? So you have to like start really seeing things for what they are. And like you said, like. You gotta be able to differentiate between okay, I'm feeling i'm I'm horny, you know and you like like what's logical because that that other feeling can cloud your judgment, you know what I'm saying yeah. The summer walker thing was like, oh, well, he's not taking care of his kids or whatever, but because he's doing these other things to you, um I'm gonna interpret that as like, oh, well, it's a baby mama she." she's the reason why it's this, that and the third or whatever. So you start telling yourself all these things to kind of like make you feel like, oh, okay, it's not that bad, you know what I'm saying? Or, oh, let me tell myself these lies so I don't see what's really going on or whatever, you know what I mean? And it's the same, like, you you gotta like, I don't know how to put this like, without, <laughs> I don't like when people, you you deal with someone You have children with them. They showed you who they were. And then once y'all break up, then the person is, uh, they lame. uh, They wag. uh, They a deadbeat. um, You're a loser, all this other stuff. But he wasn't a loser when you was pulling down your underwear for him, though. You know what I'm saying? Like now, all of a sudden, he's this, that, and the third. But he wasn't doing that when when it was all good just a week ago?
0: Yeah, yeah. He's now a loser because he didn't live up to the expectations you had for him, except for he never did. He never demonstrated that he had the capacity to live up to the expectations you had for him. So again, when I say we are, we over spiritualize and over fantasize relationships because we go off of our feelings and my vagina is getting whopped. He's fine. He has money or whatever. Like I want to even take it down a notch. Like, uh, Black women as professional women, we're not running into necessarily the baby, but he is on your job, he is your coworker, you met him at the gym and you over fantasize, over spiritualize what you want him to be to you. But he has demonstrated that he cannot be because Dr. Phil says, I love the saying by Dr. Phil, the best way to determine somebody's future behavior is to look at their past behavior. So people like Summer Walker, Danny Lay or Lee, whatever the heck that girl's name is, you will say to yourself, oh, he's going to be different with me. I'm different. I can sex better. I can cook better for the professional. <laughs> right. I have more degrees. I'm smarter than his other one. Even if he doesn't have a kid, you will say this about his ex, especially if the drama was dramatic. And I want to ask you this. What evidence do you have that he will be different for you? Or is that actually just your ego?
1: You got to ask yourself a question when, when people like, when <laughs> OG cat told me this too, he's like, when you meet somebody and the first thing they start doing is everything was their ex fault. Ask yourself, what is your ex saying about you right now? Okay. She's saying the same damn thing. So yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, I don't. And that's what I got caught up in my last relationship. Is she was like her ex, oh he did this, he did that, and you know I ignored it like an idiot. And then once we broke up, and I was all hurt, and I started thinking, I was like, hold up, you didn't do nothing. <laughs> like everything was his fault. Like you played right. like, no part in none of this. Like come on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Even I told you, and when I talk about my ex and my ten thousand dollar boyfriend, I talk about the things that I did wrong in that relationship, right. including mm-hmm. passing up red flags. Because when mm-hmm. you actually are intentional about your healing, that's the first—that's the first question I ask myself: How did I get here? I didn't. It wasn't even. Right. About, it was, I, didn't, <laughs> I was like, okay, wait, wait. How did
1: I get here exactly? How
0: did I get here? I went one hundred percent in. So now, when I'm out in these streets and this little dating pool that got pee in it, I am not going to be trashing. My exes, I will tell the story and then I will say, and these are things that I'm still working on. If we get into conversations like that, right. some of these men we not even we can't even get past <laughs> like, oh, you so fine. I was so, gonna uh
1: I was I was gonna say, I was like, you know, I cause I hate that saying with you, like the dating pool has P in it, but so here's some of the stories that women be telling, dude <laughs> <man>. <laughs>
0: like,
1: men are a trip, man. Like
0: Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to say something. Mm-hmm. Go ahead.
1: Right. Just like, I mean, I've just heard stories of just like. Yeah. Yeah. Just egregious behavior. That's what I'll say. Just egregious behavior. And I'm well, just and like, was, how do women
0: do and- Right. So what What I would say is, and I joke and say it has P in it, because I actually did a whole podcast episode about how I believe dating at this age is easier. And we had that conversation um, it, it's easier now as you get older, if you do the work, right. It comes with a little asterisk and caveat. So when I say that I'm definitely joking, but for women, we have these wild stories of men and sometimes I want to ask, okay, but where is your accountability again? What is it? What do your behaviors with men show you about you? Like he treated mm. you this way before. Sure, okay. And not to say that it was Right. But why did you allow it? Where is your accountability, Danny Lay? Now you have a baby, right. a man who already has two kids with another woman. Because you decided right. that I, this is what I wanted to be. And I'm sure, and this is what happens with, uh, this is what happened with my $10,000 boyfriend. Cause you asked me, <laughs> you asked me, did he really say you have it two together? Yeah, I don't you know. I- yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But with my $10,000 boyfriend as, so this is the definition of love bombing. okay? So he was painting the fantasy for me. You were always the one since college, blah, blah, blah. And he had hit me up like every two years since we were 19. Um, mm-hmm. And then 2018, he came swimming around the pool again and sold me this fantasy while I was still in my healing process. And so I believed, everything that he said, just because of the words that were coming out of his mouth. Instead uh-huh. of, again, slowing it down and be like, okay, well, if he feels this way, let me see. But uh-huh. I dove head first. I dove, I don't dove heart first instead of head first, uh, uh-huh. where the Bible talks about guarding your heart, and this is where I should have guarded. It's about having a fence, not a wall. And I should have said, okay, well, if you feel that way, you always thought I was the love of your life, wonderful. Let's slow this down. And let's see. I want to make sure that what you are saying is true. And that is okay to say I don't have trust issues. Like I just I just know now that the way that I will be dating will be a very slow process. It is not gonna be this, I'm attracted to you, these sexual hormones, and let's smash. I'm not doing that no more. And wait, did you wanna say something? And then I'm gonna read. No, no, no. I'm listening. No, 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 I'm listening. Right. Okay. so I'm not doing that anymore. Um, I read this meme uh, the other day that said it is not I'm pulling it up right now because I was like, this is so true. Right. Like we think intimacy is all about sex.
1: It's not at all.
0: Please tell me what your version of intimacy is. Like, what do you think intimacy is? And then I'm going to read this meme once if it pulls up.
1: Like, for me, intimacy is a, a a connection with someone. It doesn't have to be a, a I, look, I had an intimate conversation with my boxing trainer a couple weeks ago. Like, we had a really deep conversation. It doesn't have to be, like, like physical touch or sexual or anything like that. It's just a, a deeper connection with someone where you, like, you get, um. I don't want to say engrossed, but, like. You get to a deeper level of understanding someone, you know what I'm saying? You get a more, uh, a closeness, you know what I'm saying?
0: That is deeper than the physical. Like, I I feel like conversation, really understanding somebody on an emotional level is deeper actually than sex. And not to
1: say that... Go ahead, go ahead. Let me tell tell you, like, so, for example, in my relationship, we had an issue one time where I had just got off work, and I was kind of upset. I had a bad day, and so I had came over to her place, and I opened it. she opened the door, and she felt like I just walked in the house and didn't say nothing to her. And so she got upset. She felt like she had spoken to me. I didn't speak back. It was like some other thing. So she was upset. She was outside, just like mad, not speaking to me, silent treatment, past regress or whatever. And so I kept, I'm like, what's wrong? What's wrong? She like nah, 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 nah. this that, and this, that. So finally we get to the bottom of it, and she, she, she. I'm not gonna say what she said, but she unveiled some things to me that happened in her past that I was like, oh, so that's why you felt that way. That's why you, that made me feel closer to her. Cause now I felt like I, I had a piece of her that she revealed something to me, a vulnerable, a vulnerable piece of her that she wouldn't just reveal to anybody else. That's intimacy to me. Like I'm about to tell you something that is, that is scary for me. I'm about to open up to you about something that I don't open up to other people about because I'm scared, I'm afraid, you know, whatever. I'm gonna be vulnerable with you. That's intimacy to me. Like that's what being close and being connected with someone.
0: Oh, you know what? And I just thought of this too. Earlier, we were talking about the definition of loyalty. That's loyalty to say, okay, I am going to choose to share something with this man that I say that I love. I am upset and I'm having this feelings cycle, but I'm going to explain to him why the best that I know how. That's loyalty because you are loyal to the relationship then, because what happens is, is in relationships, people become passive aggressive and mm-hmm. as she was at first, right? And so to me, yes, that's, that's toxicity, that's drama. I don't want that. Yes, you can be upset, and yes, you're gonna get upset in relationships, but to say, I am upset and I know myself so much that I can explain to you why, that's intimacy. And here's the meme that I was talking about. It says, we think we want sex. It's not always about sex. It's intimacy we want. To be touched, looked at, admired, smiled at, laughed with someone feel safe feel like someone's really got you that's what we crave
1: feeling safe feeling safe is like number 1 on my list like i need to feel comfortable and i'm not talking safe like physically i'm talking safe like when like i said like i'm in tears because i feel overwhelmed with just life and stress and all this other stuff can yeah. i cry in front of you and you're not going to be looking at me like oh nigga you are you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? Can I open up to you about things that that I'm afraid of, that I fear? Can I be vulnerable about, with, with you about things that mm-hmm. I haven't even told family members? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Can you create that safe space
0: for me? Yeah, yeah. You know what, and that just, that reminds me of um, Sierra's prayer, right? So- it,
1: I'm so tired of that shit. I'm, I'm tired listening. of hearing that.
0: Right, and I did an episode on that on <laughs> The last week's episode. So if you want to, listen I, to I it,
1: listen to it. I listened to it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, For you listening, if you want to uh, listen to the full episode, it's up. So I will just say this: It seems to me that a lot of black women, we want a future to act like a Russell Wilson. We want the baby to act like Russell Wilson. We want Offset to act like Russell Wilson. Instead of going for the Russell Wilson, right? And so. Again, the over-spiritualization and over-fantasizing of relationships. We think, I can just pick any man, pray about it. God will make alterations and turn him into Russell Wilson. Mm -mm. It
1: doesn't work like that. It
0: doesn't (laughs) work like that. Everything rises and falls on character. What does his past behavior show you about him? And has he worked on himself? If he has past behavior, that's questionable. Uh, Because I know you would say that about yourself, like your past behavior, it wasn't the best, but you actually worked on yourself so then when you're crying in front of this black woman, she will look at you like a simp. What are you doing? I'm sorry, did you not just pray for Russell Wilson? I'm confused. You think Russell Wilson ain't over there crying and boohooing on Sierra that he just lost the game on Sunday?
1: <laughs> hey, I've gotten it I've gotten it all the time, Rika. Like you too sensitive, uh, or I get the you talk white or you weird or you like weird stuff. Oh uh yo you got both your parents, uh you went to a white school school you know, like, <laughs> I was like so i'm penalized because my parents decided to like go to work and work it out yeah. with each other and stay married like
0: like God. come on yeah 100 yeah, i get the same thing you you would be surprised oh you wouldn't but because i talked to you about this dj but the women listening you would be surprised how many times my two-parent household my college background me being a radio personality is used against me to these men who are very insecure. But insecurity to me is not crying about something that's painful to you. That's not insecurity. Insecurity well. is being intimidated by my dopeness, <laughs> right? Um, but I just wanna circle back again to the intimacy thing and the sex thing. So. So let's say you are ready to learn how to do the work, to be happy, single, truly not performing confidence, not pretending. You don't want to be bitter and you want tools to do better in this area of self-love and relationships. And you know you have nothing else to lose. What do you have to lose? You're ready to work on you. You just don't know where to start. You need help to get rid of the shame you have in this area of your life, of self-love relationships and boundaries, and you want peace and you want to feel like you can trust yourself again. In that case, I invite you to apply to Single You Academy. You don't know where to start? Start with me. Applications for Single You Academy will be open until I fill five more slots. I only have five slots left. So how will you be going into 2022? We will review applications on a first come first serve basis so if you want this girl go after it i cannot wait to be your coach i am already claiming it okay so thank you for your consideration i look forward to learning way more about you and how we might be able to help you here at single you academy so go ahead and send me a dm my dm is always open to you send me the word boundaries and i'll know exactly what you're talking about or you can go ahead and click the link in the show notes and complete our application once you complete that you and i will get on a free consultation call and we will go from there okay if you have any questions let me know uh, My friend, shout out to desiree my best friend we were talking about this and i told her So I sent her the meme and I said exactly this. I will never settle with only having sexual intimacy with a guy ever again. Definitely today, Rika, is looking for another level. um, And it has to start there before I ever have sex again. So as I've talked about on my platform, um, December is three years celibate. And so, so far, I've stayed true to the woman I said I wanted to be. I'm obedient to future me because I know what dating men like, My exes, like the babies, like the futures um, in this has gotten me nowhere. So that's the definition of insanity. And I just knew I hit a Mm -hmm. crossroad and I was like, I don't, this can't be life. And if this is relationships, I will never date again because I let go of my value being into getting this ring. I let that go.
1: Well, that's why I said like (laughs) you have to define these things for yourself, like, You know what I'm saying? What does this look like to you? Like people always, like you say, like the Sierra prayer. I want a Russell Wilson. Well, what does a Russell Wilson look like to you? What what does that look like for you?
0: Yeah, I know you want to say something, but I also want to say say this just to go even deeper. When you're saying Uh what does it look like for you? Sure, right? So you say you want a Russell Wilson. So what does Russell Wilson's character look like in real life? Apply that to real life. Because I promise you, you're not going to end up dating the future if you actually can figure that out. You gotta be intentional with that. I
1: would be complete. You don't know what's going on in Russell Wilson and Sierra's house. To be honest,
0: you don't 100%. think Russell
1: Wilson is some suave individual. You don't think that he's probably in there pissing her off, you know, like to
0: no right. end. Like, right. right, right, and and that is the over fantasy, right? So, right. like Adele uh conversation with oprah this man proposed to his girlfriend and she was like oh my god she was crying it was really cute she's like i've been your girlfriend for so long apparently she was his girlfriend for seven years and so now women will go oh okay so seven years i could be with a man for seven years and then i'll finally become his wife let me get this ride or die mentality when you have no idea whatever heaven or hell that woman is in with that man right maybe it did work out for them maybe they started dating at 15 and that's why it's been seven years you have no idea so why don't you define how you want your relationships to be? And so what I was saying about the character thing. So like women want men who are like loyal. Okay. How does that play out in real life then? Because I promise you- What it does be, loyal
1: mean to you? Define loyal. Because loyalty to me might be something completely
0: different to you.
1: That's subjective, man. You have to define it for yourself.
0: 100%. And for me, it would not be dating somebody like the baby. It would Because you don't, you're not even loyal to that. You, you weren't loyal right. to the women. It didn't even end well with you guys and all of that drama, right. no thank you. Nope, nope. Right. And that and that is, again, looking at your coworker, you professional woman, th- the men you're around all the time when you're out here in these streets, dating and all these apps. And what is his character saying about him? So I do wanna end on, let's have a conversation about, um, because both you and I are at this, we've arrived at this place. Of um, knowing who we are and knowing how to execute that in real life in real time, executing that, setting and keeping boundaries like we are so peaceful. again, yes, we're gonna have our moments. you was crying the other day, I think I cried two weeks ago, whatever. We're gonna have our moments. but when you arrive at this space of like blissfulness and your singleness, you are able to execute what it is you say that you want. and we talk about doing the work so, You don't have to tell me everything, but what does that mean, doing the work? What does that look like in your real life?
1: You got to, I'll define it as this. You got to be able to look in the mirror and say, I don't like what I see. Can you do that? (laughs) Because that shit is fucking hard. (laughs) It's hard to say, you know what? This ain't it. <laughs> like I need to change. I need to do some things differently. You know what I'm saying? And then from there, you have to map it out. Like, what does that look like for me? Again, like, like for me, it was, you know what? Like for me, it went in stages. It was like first, I was just doing my own work, kind of talking to you, doing some reading, all this other stuff. But then I felt like. I had taken myself as far as I could take myself by myself. I needed help from a professional. And that's when I reached out to Tamara, shout out to Tamara. And then we started doing that work together because people think that like like I thought like, oh, okay, I just need to get over this breakup and you know, whatever. But then once you start doing the work, you start feeling, Oh, I got some stuff from my childhood. I got some stuff that happened between me and my parents, me and my sisters, you know, I'm holding on to a lot of resentment from this, that and the third, all these other. And so it starts revealing all these other things. You're like, holy shit, I I didn't even know this. And so once you start getting into that, then you start to understand yourself better because now you're starting to dig deeper and deeper and you're starting to peel back all these layers like an onion and you're like, oh, okay, so this is why I was feeling that way. Oh, okay, that's why. okay, I don't really like that right there and so you start knowing yourself, you know your likes and your dislikes, what you're not going to put up with, you know what your boundaries are like, my boundaries is straight. I don't give up about what nobody think about my, my, my whole boundary is fuck you. I don't care. <laughs> like
0: the whole straight
1: up. I'm not answering the phone. I don't give a damn. I, if I'm tired, I'm not answering the phone. Uh no, I'm not coming to pick you up. I don't give a damn if you my family or not. No, I'm not doing none of that. So like people always be like, "Well, that's your family. That's your." I don't give a shit. I don't care. I do not care. Yeah, yeah. I am yeah. so selfish. This is I. Uh, I. It, it, <laughs> <I'm, laughs> it's
0: <laughs>
1: it, it's all about DJ. Fuck everybody else. That's how I feel. I don't care because I can't be the person that I need to be if I got all this other stuff going on like I need to be a good father I need to be a good boyfriend I need to be a good employee a co-worker all this other stuff but if I let everybody just you know Take walk over my boundaries and do whatever they want to me I can't be a good person to these people that need me I can't show up for the people that need me
0: yeah well you know you what can't I'm saying you can't show up for yourself right. if you are delegating all your time to everybody else and so what I hear you saying is people pleasing Um, And so my ideal client, she's a man pleaser, right? Because it's about, let me pour all this love and loyalty into you so I can please you. So again, I can get the holy grail of happiness um, of this value because my value goes up once I have a man. So let me do all this tap dancing for you. And where does that leave you? Depleted, frustrated, and drained. And then you have to be able to, instead of like, I love what you said. People think that they just have to get over a breakup. <laughs> no, baby. No, no. It's
1: much deeper. It's, it's much, much deeper.
0: Like I said, one of the first questions I asked myself was, How did I get here? Rika Janelle Robinson, what is happening? And I looked in the mirror, like you said, and was like, I don't like this. This is not cute on you. And we are going to undress this bit by bit, or as Will Smith would say, brick by brick. Um, and I undressed myself and got vulnerable and deep with myself and actually saw myself for the first time as who I was, not who I was performing to be.
1: I say mm-hmm. this all
0: the time now, like a lot of a lot of black women, we will perform confidence. We in the club, and if they say, uh, we're the independent, you know, know yourself, won't let no man walk all over you women, and all of us are gonna scream. Ah! But you over there, I, go ahead.
1: I posted this like months ago on my IG story. I said, it's always real ass bitch, don't give a fuck about a nigga until it's actually time to do that. And they can't do it. And you, you hear it all the time, city girl, oh, real ass bitch, give a fuck about a nigga. But as soon as some dude is treating you like shit over and over again, you
0: can't get rid of the motherfucker. You don't know how to break away, because <laughs> right. you have no idea how to break away. You know why? Well, there's a lot of reasons why, <laughs> but you will never break away from a relationship like that until you get intentional with your healing. So until you arrive, so you can make fun of Danny Lay all you want to, Summer Walker all you want to, because you're a professional woman and you would never, I would never, I would never be somebody's fourth baby mama. Okay. Well, l- let's look at your behaviors with men. So once you arrive at a place where you're like, I need to be intentional. With discovering who I am, that is the only way you're going to heal yourself. And like DJ said, there comes a time where you cannot take yourself further. Like you can only take yourself so far because you can't really see you. Sometimes are I need somebody on the outside
1: looking in and say, "Hey, no, you know what?" I like I told you I put everything in boxing analogies. Like I know how to box. I'm pretty good, but when I'm working with Jason. Jason's fine-tuning the details. Hey, you need to turn your hip right here. Hey, turn your hand over right there. Hey, nope, you need to do the slip better than that. Nope, do this, do that. Like you need to start. I don't want to say like 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 being picky about, but your therapist is going to start seeing things that you can't necessarily see because you're in the midst of it.
0: You know what I'm saying? You need somebody on the outside looking in. If I if I didn't have coaching, I would not have known that I was, I don't have trust issues, even though I've been cheated on by pretty much every boyfriend. I'm not the girl who's gonna go through your phone. I don't care. I have do you like me issues because I wanted to be picked so bad because my mama was. I have those too, I have those too. And and by the time I was 32, I wasn't my mom and I freaked out because especially when you grow up as a faith-based woman um, and the Christianity and religion, push this agenda on us black girls that you are you are deemed worthy once you get married and have kids because the bible says be fruitful and multiply and it's not good for man to be alone so what are you doing oh and then when you go to thanksgiving that's coming up all your older aunties who are also bitter and in marriages they don't want to be in they always asking you where your man at how come you haven't given us kids yet where is this where and they make it seem as that is the only goal of life and that is the only thing that we will celebrate because if you notice after we graduate high school for me it was college that was the last time my whole family was together to celebrate me and an accomplishment that i had but i guarantee you the moment that i'm getting married everybody gonna want to come to that
1: because i remember my mom (laughs) my mom called me at work one time and she said uh she said when are you gonna stop running the streets and get married? And I'm like, why do you think just because I'm not married that I'm running the streets? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's just not
0: I'm true. Floating in the wind and unhappiness. And the moment right. I get married, that's when I'll be anchored down. That is the lie straight from the pit of hell. That that is not listen. I'm gonna okay. We're gonna have to end this. Listen, okay. This is what I'm <laughs> gonna do. I am going to let me pull this up. So if if you have not watched the Will Smith interview with Oprah, um, you're missing out. You need to watch it if you have aptitude. I, yeah, I need to, to watch it. I haven't watched it yet, but I need to. And, and, and you know the clip that I sent you, and that's the quote that I'm about to say. That conversation, the way he explained Will and Jada's um, relationship, I understand more now that they are more on the same page than we think they are. And actually with my homegirl, C., Um, She's a psychologist. She went to Howard with me. We're going to break down that whole dynamic of their relationship. But this is what he said. Will Smith talking to Oprah. Quote, there is no person that will fill your hole. The spiritual journey is finding your joy and bliss without vampirically using others. Finding that joy without medication or distractions. It's about being able to find that contentment within yourself, not with external stimuli. And then Oprah said, then when you do come together with a romantic partner, it's a whole nother level of intimacy. Yo. And that is what we're missing. Let that- me tell let me tell you something right now.
1: Like that right there, that is, I have never ever like, like I don't even like, I wish I could explain like, yo, when me, like when me and my ex broke up. And like you were saying about being intentional with your with your healing and your journey i didn't even want to talk to another i didn't even want to talk to a woman for like until i started like until i started talking to Chantel. like i didn't really have no interactions with women because i was just i was like i need to work on myself i can't be dating nobody i can't be out here having sex doing all this other stuff because i'm a bleed on somebody else i'm a hemorrhage on somebody else you know what i'm saying and when, like you said, like once you like mature and you start learning yourself, it's like you don't want to have that collateral damage. You don't want to just run around and be hurting people for no reason. Like that stuff, ain't, it ain't cool. Like I, I don't believe in karma. I just like it's just not cool to be doing stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, like for me, like I was very intentional in my growth. And from there, it was like once you know yourself and you you're you're uh uh you get this confidence. You know what I'm saying? And from there. That's when, like, like when you meet somebody like Will saying, like, you're happy. Your happiness isn't sourced from anybody else. It's not like, oh, well, I did this or is I'm No, I'm happy because I'm that nigga. That's why, like, I just up. <laughs> like, And that's how I feel right now. It's like, Rika. Every time I leave the house, that is what I say to myself. I know it's kind of like a harsh affirmation, but that's what I say. I'm that nigga, dude.
0: Yeah, it, no. The only reason why you say it's harsh is because somebody who was unhealed would say that to you. But that's their projection. And as we were talking about, I no longer um, explain my happiness to people. I'm not doing that. If you want right. to to say if you know, because I had that that girl ask me, are you really happy single? Da, da, da. And I know where that comes from. That comes from, first of all, your goal in life is to be married. Right. Your value is placed in this ring, having this ring. So when you see somebody who says that they are happily single, you have no idea that that is a thing that exists. You don't believe Mm -hmm. it. Then you ask me and and throw your projection and assumptions onto me and say that no way she can be. So let me ask her. I don't deal with women like that anymore. I used to want to save every woman. Now I only want to save the woman who says, I see that you're happy single, Rika. How did you get that? Give me that formula. Like I can only
1: save the ones that want to be saved.
0: I can only (laughs) like this ain't Captain Save a Hole over here. I'm not wasting my time anymore with women who do not believe that you can actually arrive at a place where you are no longer seeking happiness in a man. Like Mm -hmm. what Will Smith said is literally what I believe. Asterisks outside of the cheating and maybe they have an open marriage, but I believe this is God's intent for relationships exactly what Will Smith said here. We have to arrive at our place, a place where we know that our happiness comes from source which is God, which is within us. And then that's that's what love thy neighbor as thyself comes from. That's the principle. That that's that's that is the um commandment. There we go. The commandment. That and we don't we give of ourselves way too much before we even arrive at a place of loving thyself. And that is how we get into trash relationships, ghetto relationships, this um, generational curses that we continue to put on ourselves because we're continuing to have babies with people we shouldn't have babies with. We always want to talk about generational curses from slavery, from what white people put on us and whatever. But you will be somebody's fourth baby mama and then want to blame him and not take accountability on yourself and say, you know what? Where Maybe I have made a wise <laughs> decision. Say what you just said. Go ahead.
1: Maybe I shouldn't have done that. You know. What I'm
0: saying? And if you are somebody who is not Danny Lee or Summer Walker, what choice? What do your behaviors with men show you about you? Because I'm nobody's baby mama, and I had some stuff I had to uncover and work on for me to arrive at this place. So let's end on this. Okay, this is gonna be the last one. Let's end on this. What does being happy with yourself arriving at this place feel like? Because women, we in our feelings a lot. So I want you to explain what that feels like. And then I'll explain mine.
1: Well, for me, like happiness, like just in general is just like you, you create space to love all parts of yourself. You know what I'm saying? So maybe there's things about you that you know that you don't like or that you flawed, that are flawed. But you can love those parts of you, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that doesn't mean like, oh, well, you know, I don't like the fact that I do this sometimes. So I got to like, no. Yeah, I do that sometimes. But l- let, me, l- let me show you all these other things that I do, too. And like, these things that I do that I don't like, sometimes it still makes me who I am and doesn't make me a bad person. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, though, like, my happiness is just like, yo, like, good or bad, I know who I am as a person. And that's all that matters. I don't, it, there's this, this is a saying in this uh, TV show and he goes, uh, I don't care what other people think of me. I care about what I think of me. And that's, that's all that matters. I care about what I think of me. I don't care what nobody else thinks of me. Cause one, you can't whoop my ass. And two, uh, your opinion don't matter. Right? <laughs> no. Yeah. And and that's another thing, that's another thing I said. I'll be so like I'll be like, dude, I'ma say what I want to say because I can fight and can't none of y'all whip my ass. So (laughs) (laughs) like (laughs) pull up. up. I take joy in that. You know what
0: I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I don't care what others think of me because I care what I think of me. yeah That is exactly what being happily happy single feels like. It is the unwavering knowing that I am worthy regardless of my relationship status. I have, especially for you faith-based women, you say you have faith in God so much and you want to pray Sierra's prayer so much, but you don't even have the audacity to believe that you can get what you want off top, off top. So I'm going to get a Russell Wilson. I don't have to go through a future. I don't. And you don't I'm, need no man to make you feel like you whole. You know what I mean? And I don't need a man to make me feel like I'm whole. So that way, in my behavior, showing up for myself, again, that caring what I think about myself, I bypass a lot of, of riffraff and nonsense now. Again, I have the audacity to believe that I can get what I want. So I no longer have to go through a future to try to get a Russell. Yeah. I'm just going to have a Russell off top or I'm just never getting married like I'm just okay because guess what when I die and go to heaven God ain't gonna say he's still gonna say my good and faithful servant he's not gonna say you never got married so you not coming to heaven. He's not going to say that.
1: Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> you think the unmarried person going to be standing in the same line as the child molester? Like, come on, man. <laughs> like, what what you talking about. <laughs> like, the
0: like, oh, you didn't get right. married? If Hell i got to stand in the
1: same line as like a murderer or a rapist, me and God going to have to have a conversation. Like, come on, man. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, all
0: right. Anything else you want to say? And... Uh, um,
1: Look, stay committed to whatever your standards are. You know what I'm saying? Where your boundaries or standards when you're out there, you know, looking for a mate or dating or whatever. Stay committed to that. Don't let someone tell you, "Oh, uh, that's why you're single now," as if single being single is some type of punishment or like uh, jail time or something like that. Like, yo, if you don't want a man that doesn't have any children, or you want a man that has a certain caliber of a job or whatever hold to that standard don't let someone uh because they're unwilling to meet it try to downplay it or down talk you because of it you know what i'm saying stay committed to what your standards are you know what i'm saying and don't waver don't waver for nobody no fucking body not even your damn parents i don't care you know what i'm saying stay committed
0: (laughs) yeah and not even in your loneliness single is not a scarlet letter single is not not a punishment like you are still whole It doesn't matter, married or not, you are worthy, regardless of your relationship status. So thank you for that.
1: Well, you know, I'm proud of you. I love you. You're my cousin. You're my favorite cousin, you know what I'm saying? And (laughs) we like, you know, Eureka, we've always been cool, but I feel like over the past few years, we've really gotten close, you know what I'm saying? And so I value our relationship 1,000%. And so uh, I love the journey you're on. I love the work that you do for women. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Just keep doing your thing. To all the ladies out there, you know, listen to Rika. What she's telling you is correct. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But, uh, yeah, that's it, you know?
0: Yeah. I love you, too. That is why you are on my board for my 501c3, which is you, First Academy. Shout out to Dwayne. Talk to me (laughs) nice. Talk to me (laughs) nice. I'm on the board of a 501c3. Talk to me nice, bro. Yes. (laughs) And I agree. In the last, what, two, three years, the growth of our relationship, because we didn't you grew up in California. I grew up in Seattle, so we didn't have like the childhood bond. But these last three years, whew, right. like again, you know, you. I don't want to, you know, I have a lot. I have a few favorite cousins, so I don't want to. <laughs> I want to say I don't want nobody to be like, so I ain't your favorite cousin no more. What's up? Like, so let me not. <laughs> you know how black people are. Then I'm gonna get to stare at it. Thanksgiving, really? So DJ, <laughs> right now right? It's <laughs> good. We know the
1: truth. We know right, the truth. Right, you right, know. Right. He don't even live here. He <laughs> live here. <laughs>
0: okay. 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 Okay.